Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. Hey, he made it. Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. It's a Friday, and I'm not dead. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know the afterlife's not way better? Well... Actually, I don't, but I'm going to go with what I know. Go with what you know. Yeah. All right. Seems like a reasonable plan. Thank you. <laughs> I feel much accomplished now. Sugar had her surgery today. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? So, went good. They're they're back at the house, but we had to, like, uh, I had to, well, Jen and I met Amber at the vet, and then Jen and Amber um rode together in the car and then i drove a car up which meant there was still a car down at the vet which car did sugar drive <laughs> she drove the uh 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 scooby mobile uh, okay there you go yeah sugar then, is your dog and I, she was going in for a surgery today yep yep she's a family dog and thank everybody that contributed to her surgery fund and 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 all that so surgery went well and they got a mass out of under her arm and it's being sent off to the lab and stuff so but dog seems to be in pretty good spirits and she's back home already yeah well yeah yeah that's that's why we had to do the because we ended up with an extra car at the vet's office because we brought the dog home and they had someone had to hold the dog while we drove Mm-hmm. So then we had to go back down the hill, which is, you know, 15, 20 miles down to civilization from where we live uh-huh. and and uh, get the car. And then since we were down there, Jen said we had to go to the grocery store. So we went to the grocery store and now I'm here. There you go. Well, groceries and a cup of coffee. Okay, cool. I'm glad Sugar's doing well. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I lucked out. They postponed our softball game, so I had a night of recovery. Okay, good. So, yeah, I'm I'm not dying, but I am sore. But I'm getting rested. So I think after this weekend, I'll be nice and rested. Cool. What are your plans for the weekend? Absolutely nothing. Nice. Yep. Sounds like resting. That's my uh, plan. Cool, man. So, I know you had a busy day, a uh, busy week with Gowan. I did. Um, yeah, it's been great seeing him. Now everything's a blur. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in yoga. That's right. We took him to yoga on on Wednesday. And he had his his first yoga class. And then yesterday I had him all day long. And I took him to a temple. And then we came home and played for a long time. And then I took him to a class. And then... What was the class? Yoga? Oh, it's just a um, like an outside teaching session. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. And then a different I, class. Yeah. Not yoga. No. But he loves the teacher in that class, so it's really cute. Um, 
and he enjoys going there and they have like a big um gym that he loves with a bunch of fun stuff in it for him to play in on and um so he was doing all that and then goofed around at the house and now in a, a little under an hour i'm gonna go pick him up and he's gonna spend the night tonight awesome he got all kinds of fun stuff so what does he like does he like do goat yoga or what kind of yoga does he do uh, it's starting. He really didn't do much. A couple of times he sort of just on his own, like appeared to be in yoga positions, but most of the time he was just kind of like being a little kid running around. Um, the yoga teacher had a big gong and then like a, a bowl that like, a, I think they call it a singing bowl. And so like you use a, um, like a drumstick type thing and you run it around the outside of the bowl or you, you know, hit the ball and it, it makes like a bell-like sound and then, um, and then a big gong. And um, he really liked both those things. And those sounds are supposed to be um, very therapeutic and healing. Um, they actually just do straight gong sessions at that studio sometime where you just sit there and listen to the gong because the vibrations from the music from the gong, the sounds from the gong, um, is supposed to make you feel great. So he liked that. And we're, we're going to keep up with it. We'll have him there um, next uh, Wednesday for more of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm the, everything about yoga and meditation. Who who gets to hit the gong? The teacher. She's like oh. yoga master, fitness trainer, teacher lady. Very nice woman. Oh. There's a gong right there. <laughs> it's your mom, dude. It's mom. <laughs> yeah. What's mom saying? Um, we talked today and she said, let's see what she says. Um, um, okay. <laughs> she says, Mike, thank you for the long and for the long and. Oh, that's a typo. Mike, thank you for the long talk that we had today. I love it. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a good and restful night and that you have a good session with Mitch. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Love, Sherry. <laughs> you get nicer texts from my mom than I do. Well, we have heated debates. Well, they're not heated debates, but um, we've been kind of going deep. Oh, so. fun stuff. Yeah. Actually, our, our, our friend Bill Capone, um, who we had on the show, uh, put up a post on Facebook. He just simply said, I'm now realizing that there are people who are incapable of looking at the truth. And uh, my answer to them is, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with it anymore. You know, like on the spiritual path, I, I probably shouldn't be doing much with it at all. I should just be listening um part of me is like well wait a minute you say potato i say potato i saw this evidence you saw that evidence here's what i saw you know there's what you saw um there's if you really look at all the evidence there's no, nothing to disagree about but it, it, if if there is a disagreement then we should be able to have that and still be um okay with one another so, but that's missing now. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I mean, it's not like you're not talking, not like you're not having conversation. So as long as you're talking, there's progress. 
right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's the bottom line. Yeah. I um, mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I have a strange perspective, I think, because I'm, I don't really care either way. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, my focus, and this may be sad or, or whatever. The only thing I care about is my my family, my kids, and what I'm doing with them in the here and now, because that's all I know and all that's been promised to me. Right. You know, so if I have a heart attack tomorrow, you know, what are my kids going to remember about me? You know, what, what was the last thing I said to my wife? What was the last thing that I, I did? So, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, the the world the economy the country the foreign countries the the all that stuff right i mean you can go back to the you know 1918 right it's the same shit recycled every whatever years you can go back to the 1600s you can go back to the crusades you know it's if you really go back and look at it it's just like one big perpetual wheel and you know what i know is that i've got kids i love a wife i love friend i love and the only thing i care about is what happens today how i affect people how i make them feel today because you know tomorrow they may not be here i may not be here you know you don't you don't know so mm-hmm. that's kind of my my perspective on it i have opinions but in the grand scheme of things i don't really think my opinions matter and you know i'm i'm my thought is you know who would i make smile today that's a good thought i just heard this great quote from george washington and and it was about like when he was founding the country he was like don't ever get involved in european wars because basically they fight them um, to divide and conquer people and to profit from them. And um, it's never about what they told you the war was about. It's not freedom and democracy, it's control. And um, so the re- but uh, so on the other hand though, it's like, oh, the reason history has been repeating itself is because there's bad guys behind the scenes. Do, did we want to do something about that or just accept that it, it's going to cycle this way while they're in control? Um, however, on perhaps a greater level, um, what you're saying about being in the now and the present moment with your family, like uh, any spiritual teacher would agree with you. They, w- they would say the only thing that exists is the now. There's no past, there's no future, there's really only one now. And your best bet is to stay in that moment, um, basically going inside and feeling the joy within and, and enjoying that moment the now um as much as possible um yeah yeah that's i mean that's you know i don't know if it's right or wrong but i know that you know i've lost a lot of people close to me Mm -hmm. you know um edgar and my dad and grandma and grandpa and you know all those well you i mean everyone i'm talking about you know or we're close to too you know and it's like what do you remember about them right what what are the what are the uh 
what are the moments in time and how many of those moments in time do you have of your, of, of your people? So that's, that's how I try and look at it is how many moments in time can I leave to my kids so that they can enjoy them later? Yeah. You know, you and I've, even shared on the show right we had that whole episode about our um fathers and stuff and we you know talked about the different like edgar willing to you know he was what 65 years old or whatever and he's like sure i'll be in your movie i'll be your bad guy you know yeah and and you know those moments in time we're never gonna forget the laughter of you falling out of his truck and all that stuff yeah, so, being in it, he would he left a lot of good memories. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of the model that, and you know, maybe that's the wrong path. Maybe I should be up there with a hard hat and a machine gun and a lightsaber or, or something. But that's not the path I choose to. Um, that's not the memory I want to leave my kids. Yeah, definitely. you know, that's that's you know, I can't speak to the other stuff and. Maybe that's voluntary ignorance, but, um, you know, we only get one life. I just thought of this great quote from Paramahansa Yogananda that's like one of my favorite quotes from him, but he says, live quietly in the present moment and the future will take care of itself. Yep. Or in your case, live with a, a smile for your kids in the present moment and the future will take care of itself. Well, for my kid and for myself too, right? It's not like I don't have fun, you know, playing softball with Amber or, you know, talking to Julia while I drive and hearing all her. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, kind of mean, but, you know, you hear all her struggles as a mother with three kids, mm-hmm. but it puts a smile on your face too, because it's, God, I remember those times. I, I, I kind of miss them, but on the other hand, thank God, I, <laughs> thank God I'm not that, you know going through that because i'm too old for that shit you know you can still enjoy it through them so i don't know i don't know the right answer for everyone i know what works for me god i'm I'm thinking of the current head of the self-realization fellowship brother chidananda and um when all this divide and conquer stuff was really heating up and it's just boiling over in america now he made, he made a special video message where he said, do not bring politics to the temple. Yeah. And I, I think, because I think his position would be the Paramahansa Yogananda quote again, which is live quietly in the present moment and the future will take care of itself. I don't yeah. think I'm supposed to let myself like get sucked into all this stuff or to- Well, we can't, I mean, you and I can't do anything about it anyway. So it's it's like, it's like, what's the con- what's the point of the conversation? Yeah, you know, I mean, in in all reality, I'm barely making it through the day just breathing and walking from my car to the office. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I'm 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 happy to make it that far. Yeah, you know, um, I'm happy to lie in bed with my wife and you know not wake up chopped into pieces. <laughs> it's coming, Mitch. It's coming. <laughs> so no, I'm just joking. you know, all these other things is 
I, I just, I can't care that much. I can't care for the whole world. People have to decide how they want to live their lives and then live them. Then you're stuck with it. Whatever choice you made, you know, you don't get to, you don't get to rewind. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it sucks. It would be nice if we could just go, wait a minute, let's rewind that. Let me try another path. Well, I guess I, I have to absorb the spiritual lesson of being peaceful in the present moment and letting the future take. I'm more worried about what footprint, you know, everybody talks about their carbon footprint. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what about your family's footprint? You know, what kind of footprint are you going to leave on your children? Because, it, you know, they're going to be the ones carrying that footprint forward. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, a, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I know that I want to have fun and I want to enjoy this short life that I, I can you believe that, you know, like, well, I guess we've been friends most of our lives. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I mean, it's crazy all the fun stuff we used to do. Oh, um, yeah. We had so many adventures. Yeah. What, um, think back, like maybe even before us. So, before, you know, like when you were younger, like, like what was your favorite board game to play? Um, the only thing I remember uh, when I was four years old, I remember cheating on Candyland with my dad. <laughs> how do you cheat on Candyland? I don't remember how that game is played, but I know that I stacked the deck so that, like, and let him take the first card so that like what the next every other card was the good card <laughs> and I, I to this day i'm not sure if he noticed that i was cheating or, or i'm sure he, he did just, i think he just played along because i was like a little but that's the joy right of being a father yeah yeah definitely that's funny cheating at Candyland. i was cheating at Candyland when i was four dude <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, the only other one I remember, I remember us um, playing Monopoly a couple times as a family. Yeah. It, well, what about, did you play any with like your brothers? and? Sisters? I don't remember us playing any games except for like how much, well, we played how much beer can you drink and how much <laughs> Captain Crunch you could stuff in your mouth without vomiting. Didn't we also do that with corn dogs? Like how many? Corn or maybe it was corn dogs. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Maybe it was both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, to tell you the truth, I, I, games and sports have always eluded me. Um, and uh, well, we used to play. Well, the game we're playing right now that are, are that is hot in my family is pretty cool. It's called Ticket to Ride, uh-huh. and it's like it's kind of like a Monopoly game. Except for it's done with train state trains and like train tracks across the country. And they have all different versions. You can have, you know, the United States, you can have Europe and then they have, they're like expandable, but you just basically have to build a, instead of building a neighborhood, you build a route from like one station on one side of the country to the other. Mm -hmm. And you have to connect your trains and stuff like that. But it's a fun little uh, game. But I was thinking about this earlier or this morning. It kind of came to me because I was thinking, what games did Mike and I play? 
And we never played any like board games, huh? No, we never did. I don't recall ever doing that, even in a party situation or killing time. Uh, we, we, I think we might have played some cards. I think we might have played a little blackjack here and there and maybe some poker. Um, yeah. But one of the games that I remembered that we used to play that was more like live action. Remember, we would try in the middle of the night we would try and go all the way across the university campus and back without getting caught by the cop, by the uh, cops, the campus security. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I remember doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, we lived, well, I lived next to a college. You used to live in this area next to this college. And um, the police there kind of had a bad reputation, but maybe it's a good thing for being like, all over the place and um like if you went one mile over the speed limit like you were gonna get nailed because there was always police officer there so it was a hotbed of police officers and so we were all like loving adventure movies and adventure stories and comic books and james bond and all that stuff so and we were always trying to have real adventures in our real life. So I remember, um, like I would spend the night at your house and then we would, and so there was a curfew in the city. There was absolutely a curfew for the campus. There was a time when you were not allowed like after 10 PM or something to be walking around on campus. And so we used to get up in the middle of the night and just see if we could sneak all the way across the campus to one side and then all the way home again without getting arrested. (laughs) (laughs) and i remember all this stuff like sneaking along and then like um a cop came around the corner and we had to like jump in the bushes yeah in a stream bed um like all and it was like us trying to have our own james bond adventure yeah yeah that yeah we we definitely uh would come back dirty and scratched up yes we would um, and I remember too, like one of the ways that we did it was to travel. There's sort of like, there's a lot of greenery there on campus and there is sort of a network like a, of streams, not running most of the time, but there's like a stream bed. And- well, well, they, they, I mean, now they're probably not, but back then, didn't they have some water in them? Sometimes they have a little bit of water, yeah, but, but mostly not. Um, oh, but I remember okay. that too, in and of itself was like, part of the fun like can we make it all the way across here in the stream bed (laughs) and then there were um steam tunnels underneath the college yes and yes there were and people didn't believe us that they were there now i guess they're all the rage like um my sister's boyfriend's son went to high school where we went to high school and um and he brought it up and he was like oh everybody goes through the steam tunnels but like at the time, you and I discovered them. And then we told my brother about them. And then he went and explored them too. Um, but we discovered them. Yeah. Um, well, if someone else had discovered them before us, because remember the uh, graffiti on the wall? And I still say this sometimes and people's heads turn. But, yeah. But there was a saying written on the wall. And it, it, it went something like this. It was... You know, you know, it, it said you could tie somebody up with bob wire down here and they could scream all they want and nobody would hear them. 
Yeah, I remember that. Because <laughs> like the steam tunnels looked like you were on a spaceship from the Alien franchise. It was all oh, dark. Yeah. And and it was really dark and really scary and really maze-like, labyrinth-like. We never knew where we were, particularly when we first started going in there. And then like we came around a corner into like a chamber. And, yeah, and I don't, that I still was don't, you think it was a bomb shelter? It could have been. It could have been. Um, Something. And I believe there was a dead rat there that was wrapped up in barbed wire. Yeah, or, yeah, there was there was a few things in there, but yeah, that that, that was, was written really big like, on the wall. We didn't know how to get back out of there quickly. Like you know, <laughs> if there was something strange going on in there, like we weren't really sure where to run to. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny is we went back. I mean. Oh yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like okay, you see that in this labyrinth under the college that that nobody goes to and you go back <laughs> hey let's go see if the guy that wrote that on the wall is still there <laughs> yeah um i also remember one time being in there and then like way down this tunnel um there was a man standing there yeah. And then he noticed that we were there and he freaked out and he hid against the wall, like behind a pillar because um, he was scared to death. Like he, he just saw these two dark figures approaching in the tunnel and he was like, oh, shit. And he hid there. And, and I, I believe he's a worker because I remember him wearing like a hard hat or something. Well, yeah, I thought it. Yeah, it was like I thought it was like a maintenance guy with keys. Oh, yeah. But didn't he have like a little construction hat on? Or yeah, something? I think so. But. I remember having to hide from him later, or maybe that was another time, but we had to dive behind the pipes against oh, the wall. That. that wasn't that same guy? I don't know. Maybe like the tables got turned really quickly and we went into hiding. <laughs> it was 40 years ago. Our memories aren't too clear. But yeah, that was a fun game. That, that you know, I think, if kids nowadays got to experience those kinds of games, they wouldn't be stuck on their video games. Yeah, um, I think they'd be better off, too. Actually, the way that I don't remember where I heard it, but I, I heard from somebody and all of all of our friends, like their their parents were like college professors and there were lots of grad students floating around. And so I'm not sure where I got the information from, but I had heard that the students at the college would go down into those tunnels and they would play a live action version of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah. And so they'd set up like different areas that were supposed to be like traps and stuff like that. Huh? Um, I know. Did you ever play that? I never played that game. No, I never got into that one. No. One of the games we used to play is borrow the maintenance vehicles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they had those Tonkas, electric maintenance vehicles that they would just leave them. Yeah, they right out leave, in the open. They would they would leave the maintenance vehicles out in the open and they would leave the keys in the ignition. And so at night, you and me and a couple of friends would go race them around. <laughs> 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 Till the batteries ran dead. So we were playing race mat racers then, or, or speed racers then, or something. Yeah, yeah. See, that's another game we played. It is steal the maintenance vehicle and run it out of electricity. <laughs> hey, one of the things uh, with our adventure of 
you know, skipping through the college and not trying to get busted. One of the, one of the places on the other side of campus that uh, we used to try and go to all the time was the Bowling Mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's cool about that is it shut down. Do you know, when did you say it shut down? You know, I'm not sure. Um, basically, I left town when I was 18. And at some point after that, it shut down. Because when I came back to visit, like, years later, um, it was gone. Uh, which was incredibly depressing. And, and like, there's a place there now, but it's totally boring. Um, I, <laughs> I guess we might have mentioned the Bullet Mouth before. But just to refresh everybody's memory, it was a bar, restaurant but it was crazily decorated like um you would go in there and it was like you went into wonderland or something yeah there was like all this stuff hanging from the ceiling like horses and wagon wheels and like rocket ships and um just all this like junk like hanging from the ceiling and then there was like like posters and prints yeah weird engravings like all over the walls um one of the things was uh, like the restrooms there's the boys girls <laughs> in the girls room but like um so there's a big sign on the door and it said the men's room and then in tiny letters underneath it it said is over there and it pointed to the other door and it po- yeah it, pointed- it was like a hand yeah but so what it did was confuse people so that men were always walking into the women's room and women were always walking into the men's room. <laughs> Especially uh, when they were like drunk and stuff. But yeah, I mean, well, but I, that got me when I was a kid. I walked straight into the ladies room because that, uh, you know, on the door, it said the men's room. But then, like you said, it was pointing to the door next to it, not to the door that it was posted on. <laughs> we were in high school when we would go there, which... When I was telling Jen about it, she was all like, you were going to a bar in high school? Yeah, we used to go and have yeah. lunch there all the time. And yeah, well, we yeah, we, we'd go and eat lunch or we would just go there instead of school because they had all those video games in the back. Yeah, they did. So, And we would ditch all the time and just go play video games there. Yeah, yeah, because you could go in there and, and really no one, I mean, the place wasn't super busy during the day, you know, during that school time so much. So yeah, you could go in there and it was dark and you go all the way into the back and really no one knows you're even there. Mm-hmm. No but, officers came in there to look for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know if laws have changed. I don't know if that's allowed anymore. It was a bar. But as long as we went over to, the, like, the arcade area, we were allowed to be in there. Yeah, well, and they served food. And I think it was that whole deal of, um, you know, after a certain time at night, you had to be uh, over 18 or something. Oh, is that how it worked? Okay. I think it was something like that. Because we were, like, 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah. 18 going in there. Well, what's cool now is that you sent me an article the other day. And they're opening a bowl and mouth up at uh, UC Davis where Amber goes to school. So I'm hoping uh, we're moving her up there on the 15th so of September. Okay. So I'm hoping that they're open and we can go there for lunch. That would be super cool. And if I come visit you, we, maybe we could go there too. 
Yeah. I wonder if they'll do exactly the same thing that they did before. It's so hard to describe. I feel like I didn't do it justice. It, it was like, it, honestly, it was like climbing into like some kind of insane fantasy land. It, it just <laughs> it, it did not feel like um, a restaurant or even a bar. It was, it was so crazy. There were so many things on the walls and the ceiling. And it seemed like every time we went in there, we would notice something new. Like, was that Deerhead here before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I hope that they um, duplicate it. Uh, you know. Well, the name kind of always intrigued me. And it goes back to the 1800s in England. Oh, yeah. I've never known what the name meant. It, it was a street. A street called Bullenmouth? Yeah, I guess. That's what I... I found on it was it was a street and uh, I mean, but it goes back to like 1800s in England. And then it was some pubs and, and restaurants. I think there's some hotels really? and, and stuff. It's, it, it's kind of crazy, but it goes way back that name. It's a really bizarre name. It, it was a totally bizarre name, which w- was fitting for the place. Cause it was a totally bizarre, incredibly creative place. Yeah, um, it's it's actually still popular on Facebook. Yeah, there's like some kind of Facebook page for it. Like I got invited to join it and I did. And, and lots of people that we went to high school with also joined up on it because it was a high school hangout. Like um, we would always run into people from the school there. But there's not that much info. There's not that much on the page and actually not that many photographs because this is like in the day before digital cameras yeah where taking a photograph was actually kind of a big deal like you had to have a camera with film in it and take the photo and then have it developed and And pay for all that none of it was free yeah and like you didn't know if the photo would come out you know now everybody walks around with their iphones and they can snap all these pictures and look at them instantly and delete them or do whatever they want with them but back then it was like a camera. And also there were no video cameras back then. Um, video well, they cameras. had them, but they were extremely expensive to use. Yeah, there were no like consumer camcorders. Right, like yeah. Um, so like nobody walked in there videotaping on their iPhone and got any video of it. And then there were precious few photographs of it. Um, it is, you know, I'm glad I'm on that page and it was fun to sort of look at it. but. None of those photos really did it justice either. So no, it's my great hope that because they're going to reopen in Davis. Like, what is this now? Thirty years later or something? And it's my great hope that they equal or you know what they did before. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah, and well, we can go study there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to take her there. Yeah, that that would be so cool. You'll have to tell me because um, you'll be there first. But if I do make it up there to visit and it's not out of the way or you got to go pick up Amber or something anyway, um, I would like to peek in there. I'm a vegetarian now, but I remember like their main thing was hamburgers that they served there. And I remember the hamburgers being enormous. Like they, they were like Flintstone size hamburgers. Yeah, they were like these like Brontosaurus burgers or something. <laughs> um, and I remember like as a kid, like having difficulty um finishing one like they were so freaking big power to them i yeah i i hope they do well in davis and i hope it's very much done in the same spirit as the original bone mount yeah i me too 
I'm excited for that. It's just fun to relive that. Thought of another game that was played that was a game that I kind of like. What's that? Um, it was Operation. Oh my God! Yes, remember that one, the Wacky Doctor game. That's still a popular game. Is it? Is it still around? Yeah, that one was fun for some reason. Because um, the electricity and the and the thought of uh, yeah, know. what would happen? Like you, so you had like tweezers, and then and then organs were placed in. Yeah, like you little... placed the uh, bones, you oh, know, okay. in the where they go, and then you would draw a card. And I think you got points or money or whatever, right, for performing certain procedures. And you had to take the tweezers with the uh, electrical, you know, there was a there was a electrical wire around the opening and the tweezers were the other end. And if you touched the tweezers on the electrical end, it completed the circuit. The guy's nose turned red and made a buzzing sound. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, there was an element of suspense in that game for sure. Yeah, that was a good game. What other games? I remember you tried to teach me chess, but I never could do chess. I could only handle checkers. Yeah, you know, I never got into checkers too much, but chess, I was all right. Should we uh, give mom a call and do our movie review? Yeah, let's do that. That'd be good. I am but a goofball dad, only attempting... To have fun with my son. As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> ball dad. Cute kid. Hey, mother. Just a minute. I can't hear Hi, you. Hi, mom. Hi. I can't hear you guys. Just a minute. Let me turn it up. Are you sure can you, you want hear to do me that? now? Yep. We can hear you fine. I can hear you better. I couldn't hear you, but that's even better. What, not hearing us is better? <laughs> <laughs> well, there would have been times in the past where that would have been true. <laughs> Amber informed me that uh, it was my bedtime in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> is she trying to get you to... <clears throat> bed early these days or something no no she's just uh she usually uh puts everyone to bed oh <laughs> she and i had a really great talk the other night we talked for an hour i know i went to bed because it was my bedtime and she sent me there <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, said, I am sure glad you have people looking after you, honey. <laughs> yeah, because she was all, I was all like, well, I'm going into the studio to record. And she's like, buddy, it's like 10 minutes from your bedtime. You better make it quick. <laughs> That's so funny. It is. It but, really is. Yeah, she's, she's a good kid. We, we have a movie to discuss. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. So the uh, movie of the episode is Stripes because Mike told everybody we would review Stripes in our last episode. I did? Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. You start talking about it too, Stripes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think of it, Sherry? 
Um, well, when was it made? Do you know off the top of your head? Like 1981 or something. Okay. I knew it was quite a while ago. And uh, I enjoyed it more the first time, which is is normal, I think. I absolutely love the the little dance marching that they do. <laughs> that just crack, it fact, cracks yeah. me up each time. <laughs> and I laughed out loud, and that's I that's great. If you can laugh out loud at something, it's a success in my book. Yes. The um, there's been a lot passed in my life and in the world since then and I don't know that took away from it for, I mean it made me sad when I saw that part even though it was supposed to be funny but that was just me that was totally me it really had nothing with the movie it's just when we were in Budapest there were still bullet holes in the building from World War II. Mm. Though it was beautiful and the people were horrible. I don't know, just it brought back history and memories that took away from the movie for me. But there were moments in that that still made me laugh. Like his brilliant, bright idea of he didn't know what to do with his life, so he was going to join the army. <laughs> <laughs> because they give you three meals a day. And a place to sleep. A like place when... to sleep. And and that's not it. They, you get to travel all over the world. <laughs> yeah. I like when he was uh, playing basketball in the apartment, and then he... And he he throws the ball out the window because he's mad. And then, you know, he sticks his head out the broken window because he broke the window when he threw it out. And he's all like, yeah, hey, can you get that ball for me? Yeah, up here, up here. Throw it right here. And it and goes so through the other the window. window. <laughs> and, and the guy throws it through the other window. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And he's all like, hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> I thought about that that marching part which is what I always remember about that movie since I saw it way back in the beginning years ago and I thought but I keep thinking that must have taken a lot of work those guys have must have had to practice that a yeah. lot Razzle, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, That's the actors, the Bill Murray, yeah. and all of them were in that. So they had to practice, too. I mean, to... yeah. And it really looked, of course, we don't know how many takes it took to get it right. But, yeah. no, it was, it was fun. It... Did you remember it from before? Yes, I did. Ah, uh, okay. That's yeah. actually a mark of a good movie that you still remember. Yeah. But the part that I remember the most was that part, <laughs> the marching. Yeah. Everybody was and they're all marching and shoulder to shoulder. And 
showing off to the general and and then out comes this group. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Mike? Or you want me to share mine? I want to hear what you thought. Oh, okay. Uh, I liked it better the first time, I think, too, as well. And maybe just because of the age. But, you know, like Mom said, there, there, there were definitely some times that I was laughing. But I was the only one. Everyone else in the house uh, gave up on it, which was disappointing. Really? Yeah. They didn't like the naked women mud wrestling, even though I was oh. like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but, you know, one of the problems you have, Mitchell, is that you're in a house full of women. I know. And you're watching things that aren't generally appealing to most women. That's not my Except fault. Except I don't care change their standards <laughs> well oh, come on all women wish they could be mud wrestlers oh, are, yeah, you sure that. are you kidding me <laughs> i wouldn't let my hair get muddy like that for anything <laughs> <laughs> fun parts it was fun to watch i i enjoyed watching it um just i don't know just for the reminiscing and, and stuff. But again, you know, Bill Murray, I like him and, you know, little things that he did and, and, and stuff were really funny. That whole taxi scene when that guy was giving him a hard time yeah, or that lady, you know, and what I was mean, that I, yeah. at the beginning when he quit his job, oh, the old lady in the, in the yeah. car. Yeah. Oh yeah. He gets up and walks away. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I used to use that line all the time. Like it, when appropriate, I, I would always like respond to someone like, "Oh, I just really wish I hadn't drank all that cough syrup." Thankfully, <laughs> 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 is that your dog <laughs> around your neck? <laughs> that was funny. I, I love the way he loaded the luggage into the car. She's like, "Be very careful with my luggage." <laughs> and then he, he's just smashing it all around. <laughs> yeah, there there's some there's some definite fun stuff in there. I um, think Bill Murray was trying in that movie. Like he was actually acting. Um some of the other stuff that he's done, I think it's sort of lazy. But this one he was trying, which was kind of nice to see. What do you think, Mike? I have a lot of um reactions to it uh, first of all i remembered it i i watched that movie so many times but it's been like um i don't know 20 years or something since i saw it i guess um but it, but when it first came out and then it was on vhs i used to watch that thing a lot it was pretty funny and um well it, so it's sex drugs and rock and roll and and maximum irreverence and um it, but, it made me a little sad because, uh, and I, I realized like that I was heavily influenced by that film and heavily influenced by Bill Murray. And, um, but I, I think all of America was at that point. And I, well, I, why was, why did that make you sad? Cause I think that's gone now. I don't think America is America anymore at all. And well, that, it's not the America it was back then for you yeah. especially because you but, were 
How old were you when that movie was first out? I, I feel like that was like 17 or something. Yeah. Oh, well, then America's... it wasn't 1981. That would have made it like 86. Should I look it up and see when it came out? Sure. Yeah. Let me check it really quick. I feel like that movie and in particular Bill Murray represented what we kind of all thought we were as Americans, which was a good thing. It was it was irreverence, but also compassion and um, and wildness, too. And I think all of that is gone now. For some reason, the third act kind of always felt like it ran out of gas. It's actually the part that you didn't like, Sherry, where they went to um, Czechoslovakia or whatever. But yeah, that whole bit was like it was very funny when they were in boot camp. But the minute they go in the urban assault vehicle, yeah the reason i don't know why it, it's like the energy left it although it has a great ending um where they're showing like the magazine covers of what happened yes day. yeah i like that too i forgot and uh like and then they like one of them was harold ramus is on the cover of something like some magazine like blood and guts and and it's him like firing the machine gun with his war face and it says you know u.s soldier encounters um communists or something and then there's a quote from him on the cover and he's saying they're pussies <laughs> yeah so they they did milk it a little bit but i don't know did you guys feel that way like when they go on the urban assault vehicle yeah i mean yeah. i like the idea of it because it was stupid looking yeah but yeah it was kind of uh turned into a different movie I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it was so, it was weird to see Bill Murray running around with a machine gun. And, yeah, uh, and not very well. Yeah, I don't There's know no why. I, I still love the movie, but yeah, for some reason that that last act, I, I always felt like, eh. I don't know why. What, it was it, like it. It was almost like it had a different director, or they changed directors or something, and it was just a different movie. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the reason. When was the move he made? Did you find? Oh it? yes, it is nineteen eighty one. So how old did I been then? Eighty one. I'm I'm really. We young. were fourteen. Is, is thirteen, that... fourteen. Well, fourteen. Okay. No wonder you ha had more fun back then. <laughs> I mean, I at fourteen, you had no responsibilities and. Plus it's at 14. Funny. Now I know that that statement is entirely accurate, but at that age, like going to school later on, trying to find like some kind of job and all that, like I felt like I had all these responsibilities, but then <laughs> like I, not compared to adulthood though at all. No, no. You had a lot more freedom than you knew. Yes. Yeah. And you don't realize it until later. Mm hmm. They say youth is wasted on youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I am glad that you guys had the opportunities in your life to play. And by play, I don't mean like a little child, but to play. You were playing <laughs> and explore and that you didn't kill yourselves in the process Except for Mitchell broke his ankle. He broke his leg. Was it? Yeah, what does it matter? It's all connected. 
<laughs> well, he came home in a cast anyway. <laughs> I remember he was on crutches for quite a while. Yeah. But other than that, you really didn't do too much damage to yourselves. It's that's so, I mean, God was looking out for us because that doesn't make sense given the things that we did that. That was the only injury. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, as long as you're not counting property as injury, then oh, yeah. yeah, that was the only the only thing. But property wise, <laughs> we caused a lot of damage. We did. But, but property doesn't matter to me. That's what we said back then too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um how many flushes we give in this movie? What do you say, Sherry? Five is bad. Zero is good. Oh, I would give it... Five is bad. So I'd give it maybe two flushes. I'm oh. feeling generous. All right. Well... <laughs> How about you, Mitch? I'll just go with... We'll just go. I'm just going to go with what Mom said. It made me laugh. And if, it, you know, it gets... It gets the credit for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll give it two flushes too because of that dreadful third act. <laughs> <laughs> you told a, a, a pretty good uh, joke in that last episode, Mom. So there's a joke you told. You didn't tell it to me. And we were we were like on a camping trip or something but we were sitting around a fire somewhere like roasting marshmallows and i don't know where we would have been doing this but there were a bunch of adults there obviously and and so you were telling a joke and i wanted to see if you happen to remember this joke oh dear the joke is about a lady that goes into the ice cream parlor and tries to order ice cream. Do you remember that joke? No. Okay, so this was I. I, I was pretty young. So this, this is was, a joke. I bet mom... we were uh, out at Grandma and Grandpa's around their fire pit out back. Was that where it was? I'll bet from okay. your description. So, I, I was pretty young, and so this was the joke my mother was telling around the campfire while everybody was roasting marshmallows. So. The, the joke is a lady goes into the ice cream parlor and orders a gallon of ice cream, a gallon of vanilla, and a gallon of chocolate. And uh, the guy behind the counter says, I'm sorry, ma'am, we're all out of chocolate. And she says, okay, well, then I'll take a half a gallon of vanilla, a half a gallon of chocolate, and a half a gallon of strawberry." And he says, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, ma'am. We're all out of chocolate. And she says, okay, all right. So then I'll take a quart of vanilla, a quart of chocolate, and a quart of strawberry. And the guy behind the counter goes, ma'am, can you spell the straw in strawberry? And she says, yeah, S-T-R-A-W. And he says, okay, can you spell the van in vanilla? And she's like, yeah, V-A-N. And then he says, can you spell the fucking chocolate? Oh. And, and the lady goes, there is no fucking chocolate. 
And he said, that's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that was not around grandma and grandpa's campfire. <laughs> <laughs> We're all kind of squishy when it comes to what we say in front of our parents. <laughs> Especially back in those days. You don't remember that joke, mom? No, but I can re- I can visualize myself saying it to you kids because I was a little bit more liberal than grandma and grandpa. <laughs> you guys are doing so well on this and I don't ever stop laughing. Just listening to the two of you laugh over. It's wonderful. Well, thank you, Mother. And you make me laugh, too. And that's <laughs> doubly wonderful. I will. I love you both. And you take care of yourselves. Okay. And look right. for the good things in life. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> there, right, there. I love both of you. I love you both. Take care right, of yourselves. Mom. Bye-bye. Two Men with a Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two menwithamike.com.